God. So, all right. So tonight, tonight we're going to go to the book of Ephesians, or we're going to be in Ephesians and Colossians. Go to Colossians chapter three, and then Ephesians uh, chapter six. We're going to kind of go back and forth a little bit. And tonight, uh, it might seem a little bit more like a message for the children. The passage of scripture I'm going to read is a little. It's more of a passage that's to children. But you know, today's Father's Day, and all the messages I've done today, they've been kind of geared towards fathers. And I want to use these scriptures that were intended for children. And use them really, to, I guess, to maybe put some pressure on us as parents, and something that uh, really it ought to uh, cause us. This morning, I talked a little about that overwhelming responsibility that comes over you sometimes, being a parent. And I want us to uh, look at what God tells the children, and use that to, I guess, to motivate us to make sure we're doing our part, we're doing things right. That way, we can help our children. To please the Lord. And that ought to be the goal of everything. Everything we do ought to be to please the Lord. Whenever, Whatever you do in your life, you ought to ask the question, am I pleasing God in our, in our church? The question that we ought to always ask God or ask with everything we do is, is this pleasing the Lord? Is the Lord pleased with the preaching? Is the Lord pleased with our music? Is the Lord pleased with our outreach, you know, is the Lord pleased with how we handle the money? Is the Lord, you know, we, we always ought to have that in our mind. Are we pleasing the Lord? And in Colossians chapter three, verse twenty, it says, "Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well pleasing unto the Lord." This is well pleasing unto the Lord. Notice this verse is very simple and it's very direct. And notice the lack of. You know, one thing you don't see in the Bible a whole lot are disclaimers. Okay? And you all know what disclaimers are. You know, that's where people, they'll maybe write some of these extra things in there just to maybe protect themselves from liability. Like, if, if you ever listen to a commercial on the radio, you know, they will be maybe advertising something uh, like uh, identity theft commercials. You know, they'll be talking about identity theft. It's the greatest thing. You know, LifeLock. It'll, it'll solve your identity theft problems. You'll be protected. And then at the end of it, you know, not all that identity theft can be prevented. They say it real fast. It's like a disclaimer. But, you know, hey, there's a possibility this might not work. Is basically what they're saying. Uh, and they do that all the time. Usually they'll say it really fast. It's at the end. What is that? That's a disclaimer. They're making sure, you know, they believe this is going to work, but it might not. And so they throw that in there. And, you know, they always they always do that. Maybe you'll see that. You'll read it on a label, a label for something that has disclaimers. You know, this medicine, it'll solve all your problems. But in the disclaimer, it may cause 75 other problems if you take this pill. Those are disclaimers. Well, in the Bible, it doesn't do that a whole lot. And we're used to disclaimers for everything. And people, and even preachers sometimes, they'll read a verse like this, you know, children obey your parents in all things. So this is well pleasing unto the Lord. And then it's like, oh, wait a minute. What about you know kids with really bad parents? What about you know what about them? You know uh, well you know so then we throw disclaimers sometimes on the Bible and we'll say you know children obey your parents but you know just make you know if, if your parents tell you to rob a bank you know you don't have to rob a bank you know, if your parents tell you to do something wrong you don't have to do that and I'm listen I'm not saying if a parent tells you to rob a bank to go rob a bank but notice how it's like we try to defend the scripture. We try to make excuses and we try to throw disclaimers on it. And 
I want to show you that I don't think we have to do that with the Bible. Now there are sometimes there's disclaimers in the Bible. I guess you could say that where you know God, uh, you know He'll put exceptions to things, but sometimes there's not a disclaimer. It just flat out says it. And if it flat out says it, that's got that's got to be true. And when the Bible says, "Children, obey your parents in all things," for this is well pleasing to the Lord, I think it's safe to say and to teach, "Children, obey your parents in all things." And what about the what ifs? Well, we'll get to that. We'll we'll get to that real soon. But notice this this obeying parents. This is a child's way of pleasing God. When a child obeys their parents, we, they are obeying God. Ephesians 6.1 Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. Obey them in the Lord. They are doing the will of God. You know, my children, they're following... You know, I, don't, I want them to follow God's will for their life. But you know, the truth is, right now, it's God's will for them to follow my will. To obey, to obey their mother and obey their father. That is God's will for them right now. If my kids come to me and say, Dad, I feel like it's God's will for me to leave this church. Okay? Well, who are you to go against what God's will is? They can't say that, okay? You know what? I can show a Bible verse that says, it's God's will for you to obey me as your father. Therefore, it's not God's will for you to leave the church. I don't care what you think. I was, but I, but you know, I was at a meeting and I heard somebody preaching, and and I really felt like the Lord spoke to me and told me to leave the church and go to another church across town. No, you didn't. Okay, you know, your God's will for your life is very clear. For children, I mean, really, that's pretty much it. For children, it's to obey their parents. That's how they please. That's how they please God, and. But many times they don't want to. Even as they get older too. You know, children, I, that includes teenagers. Okay? I think that includes, you know, if they're, if, they're living under your, if they're still living under your roof, then they need to obey until they go and they start their own families. But why don't they do it? You know, there's reasons for it. Many, many times, children, they don't obey their parents because they feel they know better than their parents. And one of the reasons too that they get to thinking this way and thinking they can just... Obey them when they want to believe them is because we're always throwing these disclaimers on there. Well, you know, if, if your parents tell you to do something that's not God's will, you don't have to do it. But wait a minute, what if me as their dad, what if I decide to get out of God's will? What if I decide, you know what? I'm tired of pastoring Liberty Baptist Church. I'm tired of pastoring. God's called me to the ministry, but I don't want to do it anymore. And so I decide I'm done pastoring. I'm done going to church. Now, should, does that mean my kids now have the right to disobey me and sneak out of the house and go to church? No, it doesn't. They have to obey me. And what, I mean, what, what, you know, what if I? You know, what if they're 16? You know, and they can drive, and I I refuse to let them go to church. Do they? I believe they're supposed to obey their parents. I believe everybody ought to go to church, but you know what? There's kids in town here who we've invited to church, but if their parents say they can't go, we're not going to try to get them here. I'm not, I'm not going to go pick them up behind their parents' back and get them here. We don't do it. It's God's will for them to obey their parents. We've had kids that have gotten saved before that it's God's will for them to get baptized. It's, we believe in that. However, their parents don't let them. We don't baptize them. 
Why? Because it's God's will for them to obey their parents. But their parents are telling them to do something wrong. And the truth is, because we're always throwing that disclaimer on there, it's like kids think, I don't have to obey my parents. And they, it's like it's up to them to decide when they're doing right, when they're doing wrong. And many times they just think they know better than their parents. And you know what? It's possible in some cases that they might. But I can't find a disclaimer on that in the Bible where they don't have to obey their parents. Obeying parents is obeying the will of God. And the truth is, if a child will not submit to their parents who they live with, who they can see, how are they going to submit to a God that they can't see? If they're not willing to, if they if they're not following the chastening of a parent that they can feel, all right, how are they going to follow the chastening of God? That sometimes you can't really feel, and you can't really prove that it was God that did it. If we don't have enough faith to trust your parents, now while you're accountable to them, how are you going to have faith to trust in God when we come accountable to Him? Because you know the truth is many. Children who think they know better than their parents after they grow up think they know better than God. Now, nobody comes out and says that. But I'm just going to be honest. I'll be honest enough to admit, sometimes I feel like my way would work better for a lot of things. I'm like, you know, Lord, you ought to, you ought to do this. You know, Lord, you ought to let me win a million dollars. You know, Lord, you ought to, you know, you, ought, you, know, you should... Kill this person. Lord, I mean, we, we do. We think, we think that we know the best way that the Lord should handle something, but the truth is we don't. And many times, you know, we grow up, if, you, if kids, they grow up not submitting to their parents, and they do not submit to the Lord either. And the real problem is, the real reason that kids are having problems these days with obeying the parents, when, even when the parents are doing wrong, is that they don't trust God to be able to take care of their parents. See, this is what I believe. If a, and God cares about children. You know, I love what Jesus said about offending your child. If someone offends a child, Bob says it would better be better than a millstone were hanged about his neck and he were cast into the sea. I saw a millstone when I was over in Israel. It's a large hunk of stone with a hole in the middle of it that they would kind of roll around in these things to you know smash the grapes and things. If you were able to get a millstone around your neck. And you jump in the water, you're not coming up. <laughs> you are going to drown. You're going to die. And Jesus said, it's better for you to die than to offend one of these little ones. And the truth is, what I personally believe, I, I, I believe if there is a child that is really striving to do the will of God, that's really striving to please the Lord, and they are obeying their parents in the Lord, because it's right that they're trusting God, they're doing God's will for their life, and their parents are leading them down a bad path, I believe God can take care of that parent. I think too many times the children and others are working, you know, it's like they I've got to take care of this. I've got to do something. Let God take care of it. If and and I believe that God will. I mean, do you think for one minute the guy's just going to stand by and let some child that's obeying him, obeying their parents. Me, if I do that as a father, my kids there want to go to church, but they are obeying the Lord by obeying me. And I'm leading them down a bad path. I hope and pray, and I believe that the Lord could get me out of the way. I believe if He needed to, He could finish me off. Just like that. Younger people than me die all the time. I, I could die. I, or... 
Maybe He could allow something to happen in my life to get my heart right. We've seen God. He can change the backslider. He can save the lost. And it's like we're always throwing these disclaimers on there because we're thinking God's will can't be done with children obeying their parents. Listen, the whole world would be a better place if children obeyed their parents. I don't care how rotten they are. I believe if they did that, that God would either straighten those parents out or He would get rid of those parents. And there are, listen, there are parents out there uh, there are kids out there that are better off without the parents that they have. Their parents are that bad. They're that rotten. You've all probably known people like that. And I believe that an obedient child following the will of God, God God's going to take care of that child. We sang the song, His Eyes on the Sparrow. God pays attention to a sparrow when he falls. If he sees a child that is being obedient to him with a horrible parent, I, I believe that God will take care of them. He will take care of it. And many times, people just, they don't have the faith in that. And that ought to scare us as parents, as mothers and fathers, to think that my children, you, we would never tell our children, disobey God. Go against the will of God. But the truth is, many times, our, our, the, the way our children obey God is by obeying us. And we've got to make sure we're telling them to do the right things because you know, most of the time, they don't obey. It's hard enough to get children to obey when you're doing things right as a parent. Let alone doing things the wrong way. We have a huge responsibility here and we've got to make sure that we help them out because that's how they please God. I want my children to please God. They please God by obeying me. Many times they don't. They think they know better. Sometimes children will get to thinking, I'm old enough to make my own decisions. Like I said before, if you're living under your parents' roof, your age doesn't matter. This isn't in the Bible. This is found in what I call Second Opinions 2.11. But he who payeth the bills maketh the rules. And I heard that and I thought, oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> that, that's good stuff. But yes, yeah, like, well, how, how old? At what age can I quit obeying? You're out of my house. That's, you know, I told our kids, you know, I told our kids, if you're living under my roof, it's my rules. And that that is God's will for them. They are doing the will of God. If I have a rule that I mean, I said that maybe maybe I have a rule that you know you're not allowed to sleep past seven o'clock because I just think person ought to get up early. If I make a rule like that in my house, did you know it's God's will for my kids to get up by seven o'clock? Oh, that's a terrible rule. That's ridiculous. Well, you know what? The Lord can take care of me. I'm the one out of the will of God then, not my children, if they're doing that. It's God's will for them to do that. If it's my will, they're in bed by 9 o'clock, then it's God's will for them to go to bed by 9 o'clock. That's what the Lord wants from them. And many times, you get the thing, I'm old enough, I I don't have to do that. And that's not the case. The truth is, if you're not responsible enough to make your bed, you're not responsible to enough to be on your own. You've got kids these days, even teenagers, that don't know how to do anything for themselves, and yet they feel like, I can make my own rules, I can make my own decisions. They'll tell their parents things like, you can't tell me who I can and can't date. You, know, you can't tell me. What, I mean, it's ridiculous what kid, the rights that kids think that they have these days. And I'm telling you right now, I don't believe that's the case. Many times they'll say things like, you know, it's my life. I can do what I want. But the truth is, it's not their life. 
But you know, ah, this is another passage of scripture that in, I call this first opinions three twenty three. I brought you into this world, and I can take you out of this world. <laughs> and you know, that's good stuff there. And you know, and I'm telling you, um, it's just not. It, uh, that attitude is not there these days. I mean, you've got people out there that act, you know, act like there's something wrong with parents that tell their kids what to do. Well, you've got to let your kids express themselves. You know, you don't want to squelch their personality. No, they need to learn how to obey. That is God's will for their life right now. They've got, they've got to learn to obey. That this is well pleasing to the Lord. And it's like, well, it's my life. I can do what I want. First Corinthians six twenty says. For ye are brought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So we see that the Bible says that you belong to God, and God told children, obey your parents. So therefore, doesn't you know, it's not your life. It's God's life. God said, Obey your parents. And I'm, you know, sadly, I've seen many parents in my life that they know that okay, God made this order. You know, God made man the head of the home. You know, he made he made the wife submissive to the husband. He made the children submissive to the parents. And so they've decided that that means I can just boss around and do things however I want. But you know, the Bible says in Ephesians six, where it also says, you know, children obey your parents. It says in verse four, and ye fathers provoke not your children to wrath. But bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. So, as fathers, once again, I'm, I'm, I know these are uh, verses to children, but this passage, this ought to, once again, overwhelm us with the responsibility that we have to do things right because, once again, all of us, we want our kids to do the will of God. We want our kids to be happy. We don't want them to get out of the will of God. And God's will for them is obedience to the parents. He doesn't throw a disclaimer in there. He doesn't make exceptions. And so the question is, are we making the will of God easy or difficult for our children? Are we making the will of God easy? You know, the Bible says, Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burdens light. And, you know, sometimes I think as parents, it's like we add to it, we make it difficult. You know, parents they'll they'll provoke their children to wrath by going against the will of God, doing things that the children the children are smart enough to clearly know that this is the wrong thing to do. And many times they do; they'll get discouraged. They're obeying their parents like they're supposed to, and yet they know maybe that they're doing wrong. But this concept's not being taught. They haven't been taught and, and trained that. You're always supposed to obey your parents. And instead, what do they do? They rebel. They do things behind their back. And I believe if we could get, you know, if children just obeyed their parents across the board, I believe God would take care of the parents. But tonight, I just I want to I want to challenge you as parents to ask yourself, am I helping them stay in the will of God? I think about men like Jonathan, whose father Saul. Remember, uh, Saul was he wasn't a very good father. Wasn't a very good king. But Jonathan was always loyal to his father. I believe Jonathan was doing, he did the will of God. He was obedient to his father. It was his father. His father was the king. He followed him even when he was doing wrong, when he was going after David. Jonathan never 
went against his father. Yes, he protected David, but it didn't hurt his father one bit. It would have hurt his father to kill David. Jonathan, even after all that had happened, after his father deceived him, after his father did one bad thing after another, even after his father lost the kingdom that really rightfully should have went to Jonathan. But because of his father's stubbornness, it got passed on to David. Jonathan still never went against his dad. And we see that Jonathan always did God's will. But at the same time, Jonathan, remember how he died? He died fighting in a battle with his father. He died, I believe, doing the will of God. And I believe that God rewarded Jonathan. I believe that uh, God was pleased with Jonathan. But boy, you know, I, as a dad... You know, I would hate to think that my children's obedience to God and their obedience to me would lead them to a bad place. And it's possible if I don't do my part as a father, if I don't bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord, provoke not your children to wrath. It's like, well, you know, tell them what to do. That makes them mad. I'm not supposed to make them mad. Listen, as a parent, you know, you're going to make your kids mad, but I believe what that's talking about, you know, provoking them. Right? What do you think of when you provoke somebody? You know, that that's kind of, it's, it's almost where you're like egging it on. Alright, maybe you're you're trying to cause a problem. Maybe you, have you ever had some maybe they try to provoke you to wrath. They try to pick a fight with you. They'll do things on purpose to make you mad. And there are there are there are horrible parents out there, and I believe that if the children were obedient God could take care of them. And therefore, that ought to cause us to fear because if you do have godly children that do right and they and they do obey you like they're supposed to, I believe it's going to really come down hard on those parents that are doing things wrong. So be comforted the fact that your children are doing right. Be comforted the fact they're pleasing God. But you know what? If you're not, if you're not pleasing God, if you're not raising him the way that he, he's told you to, if you are provoking him to wrath, it could end very bad for you. We don't see any disclaimers in these passages. Ephesians 6.1 Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Well, wait, you know, once again, we keep thinking, well, what about this? What about that? God can take care of those people. God does. God can take care of those that get out of line, but that's if we always got to remember to be doing our part. There's in churches, there's pastors that sometimes they get out of line. They do things the wrong way, and a lot of times people in the church they'll want to fix it themselves and they'll start, you know, conspiring and doing all this junk behind the scenes. Listen, God can take care of a pastor. I mean, do you really believe that verse where God says that, you know, God cares for this, you know, he pays attention to the sparrows that fall. Do you think God isn't paying attention to one of his pastors that's supposed to be an under shepherd of his sheep? I mean, if we are the sheep of his flock, you think and if if I if you are your God your God's sheep, you're not my sheep, you're God's sheep. If I'm getting out of line, if I'm doing things wrong, and God sees you all go continually doing the right thing, you think God can't get rid of me? I believe He will. And I believe He'll also do the same thing to fathers if we're not careful. Back to Colossians chapter 3. I want to read, I want to read just a couple more verses to you. Colossians chapter 3. In 
It says the same thing in Ephesians. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger lest they be discouraged. Lest they be discouraged. We've got to make sure that, once again, their way of pleasing God, God's will for their life is obeying them. But you know what? How many of us in here as adults, we've been discouraged with God's will before? I've been there before where it's like, man, this isn't really the way I hope. This wasn't really what I was expecting. And usually, it's because somebody else was doing wrong. Maybe, you know, maybe as a pastor, sometimes, you know, if God's people aren't, you know, doing right, maybe, you know, if they're not faithful to the house of God, you know, if they're not doing what they're supposed to, that can be discouraging. I'm encouraged when I see God's people doing right. That that helps me out. That helps me want to keep on doing what I'm supposed to do. Now, do I have an excuse to quit if, you know, if everybody else does wrong? No, I should keep doing the right thing. But am I going to be discouraged? Yes. Do pastors quit sometimes? Yeah. It happens all the time. Why? They get discouraged. They're doing God's will, but other people aren't, and so they get discouraged and get out of God's will. And the same thing can happen to children. They can be obeying their parents and doing God's will, but if we are doing wrong, we can discourage them from doing, from doing the right thing. And I said, like I said before, I think all parents would say, I want my children in the will of God, but are we discouraging them from that? Are we making it difficult? That's why you know, it's so important for us to do things right, to be faithful, so we can encourage each other. I think the Bible says to provoke one another to love and good works. That's the opposite of discouraging. We're provoking to do good things. And as parents, when we're obedient to God, that's going to provoke our children to keep on being obedient to us. That's going to provoke them to keep on being obedient to God. We provoke them to do the right thing. So children, obey your parents in all things. There are no exceptions. Kids, you're supposed to obey your parents. Even if they're wrong. If they're wrong and you're obeying the Lord, God, listen, God's not going to let something horrible happen to you. God's going to take care of your parents. In some cases... God's had to go as far as maybe letting those parents get arrested and having those kids taken from their homes. There's some homes where it's horrible what kids are going through. It's absolutely horrible. God can take care of them. But dads, let that be a reminder to us of just this responsibility we have. I want my children to do the will of God. I want them happy. But if I'm disobedient, I'm going to discourage, I'm going to discourage that. Because God's will for their life is to obey me. So Dan and Shelby, you guys getting ready to start your life together? Most kids start coming. It's God's will for their life. For the next 20 years at least, to obey you two. That's God's will for their life. I mean, it's written out right there in the Bible. Obey your parents. Well, that's kind of easy. Well, not not if you have some parents. And I've, I've, I've known kids before, good kids, that I've just been like, how are they supposed to make it? How are they going to do right? Many of the kids we had in our bus route in the South, just good, sweet kids that were obedient to their parents, but they discouraged them, made it so hard for them to do the right thing. And some of them, they'd finally give up. And I used to pray so hard. For these kids, I believe I believe wives that have 
bad husbands. I believe they do the right thing. They submit like they're supposed to. I believe God can take care of those men. He'll straighten them out or He'll take them out. Same thing with the wives. God, God can... God can take care of them. We're always trying to find disclaimers for everything. We're, and we're so good at making them up. Preachers are always doing it. But I can't find it. I, I can't find it at all. It is God's will for children to obey their parents. And as mothers and fathers, that ought to sober us up and cause us to take what we do very serious. So with that, I want us to all stand together.